Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Victoriously Anointed Podcast with me, Lynn Stacey. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Victoriously Anointed Podcast. I'm your host, Lynn Stacy. Thank you so much for joining me for today's episode. I hope and pray that you guys are having a victorious day. Um, today, I have a special treat for you. I have Hannah Cruz, um, who makes, uh, I would say, um, makes a living out of uh, causing people to laugh. Um, that's not the only thing that she does. She has a blog and um, has written a book and done several other things. I'm going to allow her to introduce herself and um, share her story a little bit with us on today. Can you say hello to everyone? Yes. Hi. I am so excited to be here. Victoriously Anointed Podcast. What a great name. I love it. Where'd you come up with that name? Um, I just believe that we all have been given the ability to walk in victory. And so yes. um, it just kind of came to me in prayer, I would say. Yes. I love that so much. And I, I love that we connected on Instagram. And for those of y'all that don't know me, I'm Hannah Cruz. I have an Instagram account. I'm on TikTok. I'm just kind of everywhere on social media, but I basically just post stuff that encourages people to lighten up because there's so much joy in Jesus. And there is so much about this life that we uh, we should walk in, in in such joy, knowing that the Lord has such a plan and purpose for our lives. And so sometimes it's life can be hard and sometimes you can walk through life and and uh, just kind of see things with a, with a negative attitude or see things uh, as the glass half full instead of half empty instead of half full. And so I think uh, really what I've tried to do through my accounts is to just kind of post content that makes people laugh, makes people smile so that people know what to expect whenever they go on there. And I've had so many messages of just precious people that have just reached out to me saying, this is, this has really been such a blessing to my day. So that's kind of the, the intent of my account is just to kind of encourage people to just kind of laugh and lighten up and, and have a great day in the name of Jesus. Awesome. I remember this one video where you posted because um, you said joy and joy is a fruit of the spirit. Yes. And so um, you were talking to your son, I believe. Excuse me. Uh-huh. <clears throat> you were talking to your son and you were asking him about um, what are the fruit of the spirit? Yeah. <laughs> um, and there was some that he got and some of them that he didn't get right. Um, so yes. <laughs> why do you believe it's so important for us to laugh, to experience uh, that? Well, I mean, you just look through scripture and it is everywhere. It is everywhere when it talks about the joy of the Lord being your strength. And you even read through Psalms where David was like this, he's up and down, right? So he's, he's really like, you know, in, in good seasons with the Lord. And then, oh my gosh, my enemies are attacking me. God help me, save me, save me. Oh Lord, you're amazing. I'm so joyful and happy and you're awesome. So, you know, what happened with David is joy sustained him. His faith in the Lord sustained him during some times in his life where he was so intensely attacked. I don't think that any of us could ever imagine the kind of attacks that someone like David had to go through where he's literally hiding in caves, hiding for his life. And so how could somebody like that find joy in the Lord? How could somebody like that pick up an instrument and a harp and sing praises unto our God? And that's really what sustained him. And so if that can sustain somebody like David, who is a man after God's own heart, how can how can it not sustain me? 
And so I think that going through life, knowing that it, it, when it's, the scripture talks about it so clearly, not only is it a fruit of the spirit, but the joy of the Lord is our strength and yeah. to have joy in all circumstances, then I think that it's probably a really key thing for us to, to really consider and to walk our life that way. So that's why I feel like it's just so important. It's sustained me. And so I just know that it's something that can sustain so many others too. That's that's awesome. And I like what mm-hmm. you said about the story of David, because David did experience like a roller coaster of a ride. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. like he had to find joy, even like through just hard situations and hard seasons. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. like, how did you how did you find joy when you're going through a hard season or hard time in your life? Well, I think that that's that's probably I, I kind of relate to him and I keep going back to him because I feel like I all of us really can relate to David. All of us have mm-hmm. gone through seasons of our life where we're just like, I don't know how I can get through this. I don't know. I, nobody has it worse than me. I, I have it worse than everybody else. This circumstance, nobody could ever understand. And so I, I've walked through seasons of my life where it was so intense and the attacks were so intense or uh, the circumstances were so dire that it could have easily buried me emotionally, buried me mentally, um, even physically in certain circumstances. And so I, you know, reading through the things that he went through and reading through even circumstances like Job, it's like these men really did have it worse than me. I don't have it that bad, even though in my own mind, sometimes I think that I do, but I don't. And I just know that really whenever I, I go into the word of God and I see that, I, 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 I've just seen how these men and these women in the Bible have really gone through these horrible seasons and then stepped out of it because of the joy of the Lord and because of just how wonderful and magnificent and merciful God is. And so during those seasons of my life, I've had to physically just dive back into the word. And that has what's renewed my mind. I could literally physically feel my brain rewiring itself whenever I'm going through a hard time or whenever I'm going through something that isn't just, isn't very fun. I can feel my brain rewiring itself when I read the word of God. And that's what's so different. I think whenever I go through hard seasons or where anyone goes through hard seasons is sometimes we forget to open up our sword. Sometimes we forget that there is so many gold nuggets in there that is the living, breathing word of God that is going to sustain us. And so that's basically what I've had to do mainly in my adult years is choosing every single day for that to be a non-negotiable instead of, yeah, I mean, yes, going to church has been wonderful. Listening to praise music has been wonderful. Having Christian friends has been wonderful. All those things are very good, but there in my life, there have been times where that just simply wasn't enough. And so picking up the word of God was what sustained me. And in moments where I'm just like, still, I, I can't do this, Lord. I can't do this, Lord. There's been times where I had to go to Christian counseling and that's okay too. And so <laughs> there's just so many, the Lord is so faithful that there's so many options that he has given us in order to experience the fullness of joy in him. And so that's basically what I've had to do too, is, is evaluate, okay, what are going to be my non-negotiables every single day to find joy in the Lord? That is to read the word of God. That is to get in community with other like-minded believers because there is wisdom in a multitude of counselors. Mm -hmm. And in other circumstances, one or two times in my life, I did have to go to counseling and Christian counseling. And that can also, again, just change the way that I think, because I think that that's a huge thing is people's perceptions and the way that they think 
can alter the way that they see things, the way that they see people, the way that they see their own circumstances. And so that's really been a key for me. And it's given me so much freedom. There is so much freedom in joy whenever you walk in joy rather than walking in uh, just a terrible attitude or a sour countenance or that kind of thing. So I've just seen what the Lord can do whenever we have to choose joy every day. Yeah, I can I can definitely agree with that. You were talking about some rewiring. And so one of the things that I started to do was like speaking affirmations and different things like that. I was already meditating on the word, but I was like, if I put it the word in there and I speak it over my life and different things yes. like that. Um, and trying to develop more of a positive mindset. And one mm -hmm. of the things that I noticed when I was doing that, um, my mind did begin to change and it did mm -hmm. begin to um, be renewed. And that rewiring that you're talking about is very real. Mm -hmm. um, and just to think about sometimes you get faced with attack just because you're trying to implement more of the godly principles that he's given you. And mm -hmm. it's just like all the more we strive, we strive yeah. to do um, exactly what it is that Christ needs us to do. And if walking in joy is part of fulfilling those things in life, then that's something that I need to do. So um, mm -hmm. I, I love that. And the yeah. non-negotiables. <laughs> yeah, it's a non-negotiable. Non just like you have to drink water, just like you have to get up and like, you know, go to the bathroom every morning or like, yeah. there's just some things that you have to do, you know, and that has to be one of them. And that's been one of them for me. And thank God, because it's also one of my prayers every single time I read the word is like, okay, Lord, I want you to uproot anything inside of me that doesn't belong. So what is lying inside of my heart or in my character? that doesn't belong? Is it a lack of this? Is it a lack of that? Is it not enough of this? Is it not enough of that? Well, then Lord, uproot the things that don't belong and replace mm -hmm. them with the things that do. And so that's been, that's been huge for me and it's been working. <laughs> I love that life. I love that life. <laughs> <laughs> it was it's kind of like, Lord God, I didn't think I was going to be able to get rid of this, but since I've been praying this prayer and, and trusting you for it, now yes. that I've, I'm seeing it come to pass in my life. And so yeah. I believe that that's a blessing. And that causes joy too, when you begin to see how it works and moves in your life. And you yes. begin to see that I'm not just doing something. I'm actually doing something that's affecting change in my life. Yes. And, so and you want to know something? Like, I've also found that joy is the most simple thing to grasp whenever you choose joy, even in the tiniest little things. Because sometimes it's so easy for us to fall into ungratefulness. It's like, yeah. I don't have a big enough house. My car isn't working. My kids are brats today. I And it's so easy just to get so stuck on this one thing that isn't going right or that you didn't expect it to go right. But instead saying, you know what? My children are healthy. I am so yeah. grateful for that. My house is sufficient for, for my family. I am grateful for that. That car might have a lot of mechanical issues, but it gets me to point A to point B. And I am grateful for that, Father God. There's so many people that don't. And so choosing even in the tiniest little things that some people just tend to overlook or even gripe about, that brings joy. It forces you to have an attitude of joy. And so it's hard, but it's worth it every time. So if for the for the thing that's like, okay, you said it's hard. Because some, yeah. for some people, it is hard to choose like that positive mindset. And it's just kind of like, I'm trying to see the good, but it's like, I'm I, there's so much negative things going on in my life. But it kind of yeah. goes back to what you said concerning scripture and David mm -hmm. and how he still chose joy, even in the midst of that. So how would right. you, what would you say to a person that maybe you were around and you saw that they weren't 
they weren't very positive. They had a negative outlook. Mm-hmm. Like, what would you do to encourage them or like tell yeah. them to kind of reroute their minds? Yeah. Or allow I God think to that when and I just go back, I keep going back to like when when I would walk through seasons like that. And the things that would most impact me was when there were men or women in my life, women of God, that would look me straight in the eye and say, Do you do you understand how loved you are? Like, do you really understand how loved you are? Do you understand the fullness and the plans that God has for you? Plans to prosper you and not to harm you? Plans for a hope and a future? Do you really know that? And when they would tell me those things, I'd have to sit back and think, yeah, I think I'm, I, I, I really need to grasp that because so often whenever we're, it's just joy, choose joy. Ugh, that's such a gag worthy phrase. Why would I choose joy in a situation like that? Oftentimes it's because we're, we don't feel loved. We don't feel like things are going our way. We don't feel, we, we, we are walking in a spirit of offense or uh, with, with all kinds of just internal junk going on. And so when we step back and think, okay, I really am loved. I was loved so much that the God of the universe literally sent his son to die for me, even in the middle of my ungratefulness right now, even in the middle of the offense that I'm walking in, even in the middle of the pain that I'm walking in. He still loves me that much because I know I probably don't deserve to be that loved. Even in moments where I feel like I I don't deserve any of this, like all the blessings, Lord, I I walking in shame or anything like that. I just have to sit back and think, man, if he loved me that much, then I need to love other people that much. If he loved me that much in the middle of my despair, then I need to reach out and pick somebody up in the middle of their despair. And so I just know that getting out of my own head and my own little, you know, problems and my own little circle of life and start thinking kingdom minded instead that really helped me. And that really helped me understand who I am in Christ Jesus. I saw this really cool video the other day. I think it was Francis Chan. He's like a really wonderful author and and speaker. And he had this really long rope and he was talking to these people. And he said, look, the tip of this rope is this big and it's red. The rest of the rope is white. It's this long, 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 long rope. And the tip of this is red. So This part of this really long rope is your life. It's this. It's this much. This is all that we have in this life. The rest of this is eternity. We are physical bodies that are actually spiritual beings. And we're just living a physical experience right now. And so whenever I started to get out of this physical mindset and started thinking kingdom mindset instead, that changed everything for me. So it changed the way that I would see people that were difficult. It would change the way that I would see my own circumstances that seemed a little too dire for my taste. It would change the way that I would see my spouse, my parents, my children, my extended family members, my friends. It just, it just changed the way that I see things because I'm like, man, this is, this is all we have is just this. So why am I griping over things that don't matter in the scheme of things and the long white part of this rope that once I die, none of that's going to matter. All that matters is the way that I handle this part, the way that I handle this part. How am I going to handle this part? And this part has to be handled with the fruits of the spirit and the way that I walk it out with love, with joy, peace, 
patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. That is my goal. That has to be all of our goals because ultimately everything else really doesn't matter. It really doesn't. Yeah, it's like you you said a lot in a little bit. Well, That's a lot of my rules. I'm just like, let me try to go back and backtrack a little I'm bit. I'm preaching, girl. I'm <laughs> preaching today. I'm in a mood. <laughs> yeah. But that kingdom mindset, you are so right concerning kingdom mindset. It's kind of yeah. like when you shift your focus from the fact that you know what, I have everything going around um in life, the cares of this world, but I have to take on this mindset that says I'm part of the kingdom and there's a mission that I have here to accomplish. And not only for me, but for my family, for those that are around me that are connected right. to me and in doing that god wants me to experience um joy he wants me to he wants it, me to experience a life that uh, i would say abundant living yeah. and so um in joy and in, in patience and in peace and mm -hmm. um kind of being a being a light um sure. allowing those things to shine Mm -hmm. And something that you said concerning just um, someone asking you, do you know how loved you are? And mm -hmm. one of the things that I believe that, um, especially here lately, that God has been really trying to um, get me to see. And I finally, I feel like I'm finally woke up to see it is the mm -hmm. fact that he loves me and yes. that his love will chase you down. It will pursue yes. you. It will come after you. It does not. Um, he will do go out of his way just to shed his grace in, his, in, in your life. And yes. when you begin to see how God begins to work and he begins to move and he begins to show you that daughter I love you son mm -hmm. I care for you daughter I'm here for you um yes. I'm not going to throw you away mm -hmm. um you begin to see that and it's just kind of like you cannot deny um, his love for you and towards you and that yes. gives you a joy being able to oh, yes. be open to experience in that and so um, I wanted mm -hmm. to share that because I believe that that is so important for his children yeah. to know that we are loved. We are loved yes. by the Father God. And mm -hmm. that's part of developing that kingdom mindset. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's <kingdom> right. <laughs> yes. Well, and we're not loved any more than anybody else. And that's the thing. Like yeah. Jesus doesn't love me any more than he loves you. Jesus doesn't love that girl any more than he loves that girl. And so mm -hmm. I think that a lot of times, sometimes people get caught in this comparison trap thinking, Oh, because she is who she is. God must love her more than he loves me. Or because yeah. they, they have, you know, they were raised that way, then they've got it better. So, and it, and it causes resentment and we've got to let that go. We've got to let yeah. this whole, this culture of resentment towards this person or that person or this culture or that culture, it's got to go because guess that's what? Right. The Lord does not favor one more than the other. <laughs> and that's it. I mean, I'm sorry. That's it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just yeah. so sick and tired of it. The Lord loves us so much, so deeply and intensely. And he's got a plan and a purpose for each and every one of our lives. And so as long as we treat each other that way, then we're good. You know? yeah, like he wants his own personal bond and relationship with each of us. Like yes. he created each of us for a specific reason. Yes. You know? Yes. Absolutely. That's awesome. That's awesome. Mm. And so mm. I, I, I kind of, I, I got you on here because I was, I wanted to really talk about laughter because I believe it's so important mm -hmm. for Christians to enjoy themselves, but I also saw that you wrote a book and done a, a few other things. Can you share some of those things that you've done? Um, yes. Yes. My devotional comes out next March, which is so exciting. I've never written anything like that before. So this is, this is a very exciting time. And so it's called goodness gracious, which is just a phrase that I use all the time whenever things go crazy or things are wild. I'm like, oh gosh, goodness gracious. So that's the title of the devotional. And it's just 90 unfiltered devotions for this sometimes too serious life. And that's the thing. Like sometimes we can take life so seriously 
But mm -hmm. just like that illustration of that rope where it's just like, why were we taking this much so seriously when we got all of this to go? I mean, we, <laughs> we got a whole lot of eternity to go. So really just shedding all of those just expectations and the seriousness of stuff all the time. And, and, you know, even the idea of Christianity needing to be just this, you know, pious, serious law structure type of thing. No, Jesus was so, I don't know if you've seen the chosen. I've only seen like one episode, but people talk about the character of Jesus being so relatable and so lighthearted and so just really easy to be around. And so mm -hmm. I think that if we can embrace a lot of that, embrace the joy that is in Jesus and embrace just the lightheartedness of what this very short life could be, I think that it would really erase a lot of our problems. And so laughter, mm -hmm. they talk about it medically being one of the best medicines. And we know that phrase, laughter is the mm -hmm. best medicine. It absolutely is. And I've noticed that whenever I don't intentionally try to find something to make me laugh, I'm a little bit more tired during the day. My immune system can kind of lower a little bit. So it does something not only mentally to your mind and to your brain and then to your heart, but physically to your body. And in this American culture, it is very difficult to, you know, walk around and try to find healthy food choices and try to keep your immune system Absolutely. up whenever all this toxins and all this stuff is going on. So here's an antidote. Let's find some joy then. Okay. Let's do our <laughs> best physically, but then let's also find ways to laugh because it's going to give us a longer and healthier life. So I, I'm just a huge proponent of that for sure. Be like, if you don't have any other reason to express laughter, get your health up and laugh. <laughs> yes, exactly. It'll make you healthy. Make you want to do stuff with your with your kids and with your grandkids. I want to be the kind of grandma that wants to play with her grandkids outside. And I know that like most people, it's 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 hard. I have a, you know, I have grandparents that are old and in their older age and they're in terrible health. And so it's just the saddest thing to see like, gosh, it, I, don't you wish that in your latter years, they would be greater than your former. And so I have a huge emphasis on that. And I know that laughter is a huge key. Awesome. Awesome. I love it because I believe that uh, I, I find humor in everything. One of the things yeah, that I do too. a lot, I, I laugh. And so people ask me, what are you laughing? And I'm like, you know, I just I don't I know. laugh when I'm nervous. I laugh when I'm happy. <laughs> I laugh when I'm, I'm just, it just comes out of there. It's like God gave me a laughter. And so, and I believe he wants his people to laugh. I do. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, I mean, it's all over scripture. I mean, you know, people get annoyed by that. Like, God, why are you what, so annoying to see people smile all the time? Well, look, at what scripture says and maybe if you tried it you would see that there's a lot of benefits to this yeah there's a key to trying it just try it yes, out i agree most definitely so agree. most definitely and i would say um based on what you do what you've told me i can say that um it hasn't always been easy for you to just laugh mm -hmm. that's something that had to be learned right oh absolutely Absolutely. Yeah. And it's a choice. It is a choice. It can be a choice. Not to say that, oh, even whenever, you know, something absolutely catastrophic happens, you should just, you know, laugh at the funeral. No, obviously not. You know, there's a time yeah, and a place definitely. for everything. There's a time and a place for everything. And I know that yeah. I've had to, I've, I've found the balance in that. There's a time and a place, a time to be born, a time to die, a time to laugh. You know, there, there's a time and a place for all of that. But I do know that that is a sustainer. Joy of the Lord is a sustainer. And so it helps you to, to have a little dose of that to just kind of pull you out of ruts because everybody goes through ruts. I go through ruts. You go through ruts. Everybody does. We're not, nobody is immune 
to pain. And I like to tell people that nobody is immune to pain. And it's very clear in the word that we're going to experience suffering. But, you know, Paul talks about it like I count it joy to to suffer for the name of Christ. And so there's been so many people online, like so many people that have really tried real hard to cut me down. Like, why would you, you know, this and that and just, you know, there's some hateful people on the internet. That's just the way it is. And that is my mission field. So I've had to walk into this, you know, whenever it says in the in the word, go ye into all the world and to preach the gospel to every mm -hmm. creature. I see social media as its own world. And not many people mm -hmm. see it that way, but I do. And so I feel like the Lord has called me into this sector of the world and to preach the gospel in a way that is relatable to people. And so obviously with that, whenever you go into any uh, place in the world, you're going to receive pushback, especially if you're standing on the word of God, especially if you have a no compromise and I am going to talk about my savior, no matter what you're going to experience that, you know? And so I've experienced it, but I'm just like, no, I, I, I count it joy in the midst of any harsh word, in the midst of suffering, I just count it joy. And I'm going to do what the Lord called me to do. Awesome. Awesome. You're going to do what the Lord called you to do. Why is it so important? This is, but I'm going to go into something else. Why is it so important for you to stand boldly on what Christ called you to do? In spite of like criticism, in spite of how somebody else may be feeling about it. Why do you stand boldly and still do it anyway? We have a responsibility. We have a responsibility as people who know better. See, we know better. We have been taught. We have been told. We have we have had parents or or people around us or even going to church or whatever it is, reading the word. We have a responsibility because we know better. We know that the Lord has called us for such a time as this. We know that he has called us to make a difference. And so if we know that, but we're not walking in it, the saddest thing to me is at the end of our life, looking back, thinking, I let that get to me so much that I didn't fulfill the purpose that God had for my life in full. That to me is scarier than anything else. And so having a good attitude and mm -hmm. walking in joy in your purpose is going to allow you to be effective. Having your countenance whenever you're around people to be joyful and to be pleasant is going to be effective rather than going out and having a, a stinky, sour attitude. That's not going to be effective for anybody, especially for the kingdom. What kind of witness are you <laughs> presenting whenever you're around other people? So that to me is just so crucial. So, so crucial. It is. And what you mm -hmm. right, what kind of witness are you presenting? Because we mm -hmm. have to recognize we're we're kingdom citizens and we represent right. God. And so mm -hmm. as representatives of God, we do have to like it's it's necessary for us to express joy. It's necessary yeah. for us to do those things um, mm -hmm. that really show a kingdom mindset. I'm going back to that what you said earlier, kingdom mindset. It's so important yeah. for us to do that. And part of that is like <laughs> part of that is like how we um express ourselves in just different situations. And so um, mm -hmm. it's so important for us to laugh and just stand boldly in our purpose and in our callings and destiny. Yeah. I so, agree so much. I don't, uh, do you have any, would you like to share any more information concerning um, anything else that you do? Um, Cause uh, that's, that's really all that I had for you on today. Yeah. Um, and I was wondering, did you want to share anything encouraging, like a joke or anything like that uh, with the, <laughs> Before you left. 
It's the one that I just posted a couple of days ago is kind of morbid. So bear with me here. But I, it's just on the lines of David because I was just thinking about David so much this morning. And I've been reading through Psalms and this joke uh, said something like, "What? who is the best babysitter in the Bible? You know, the best babysitter in the Bible is the best babysitter in the Bible is David because he rocked Goliath to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> kind of morbid, kind of morbid. But, you know, I mean, is it too soon to make that joke? Probably not. No. It's been a few thousand years, so I think we're good. <laughs> yeah, I think we're okay. I think we're good. Yeah, yeah but so. you'll see, you'll see things like that, that I, that I post a lot. I mean, I just, I just really enjoy funny things or things that <laughs> personally makes me laugh. You might think that I'm totally corny and that is okay, but I'd love to connect with you guys anyway. So you can just find me on Instagram. So it's at Hannah Cruz, C-R-E-W-S dot blog on Instagram. I post the same exact things on TikTok. So if you're more active on TikTok, that's totally fine too. So you can go there. Uh, I have a Facebook page. I'm on pretty much any any social media platform that you're on. I'm probably on. So you can find me there. But technically that's it. And if you want to go on there, follow me. I will be giving updates very soon about when the release of my book is coming out. And then you can sign up for email blasts so that you can have a first glance on things. So it'll be a lot of fun. It really will. Awesome. Awesome. Even if you're like, uh, you say you're corny, I believe it's, I, I like, I like the little, I like the jokes and stuff. <laughs> Cause I'm like, I have, to, I have to sit there and think, love, hold on, let me make sure I get it right. And then I have I'm to sit there right. and think about it. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's just, exactly. God gave you your own uniqueness. And when you shine in For that, sure. it's kind of like other people, gives other people permission to embrace it too. So, yeah. <laughs> I know. Embracing all of the quirks that you have embracing all of the intricacies and all of the the unique details that no one else has. See, that's the thing. There is nobody like you. No one. God literally has fingerprinted you in such a way that I I can't reach the kind of people say that you can reach. I cannot I cannot uh make the kind of difference that you can. So, we all have such a very unique awesome purpose. And all the little quirks about us, we just gotta embrace them at this time because again, right. we've got we've got this much, this little tiny much to make a difference until we experience the rest of eternity with our savior. So let's do it, girlfriends. So awesome. fun. <laughs> make the most of it while you got a That's chance. Right. Yes, yes. Well, Hannah Cruz, thank you so much for being here on the Victoriously Anointed Podcast. I appreciate um, the fun and laughter with you. Um, and I, I encourage you guys to go and follow her on the various social media platforms at Hannah Cruz, Hannah, Hannah Cruz at blog. I know I'm following Correct. Her yes. Okay. Yes. Correct. <laughs> Just want to make sure. <laughs> yes. Make sure. And we always end the podcast with a prayer. And so we're going to go ahead and um, pray, say a little prayer. Absolutely. Dear Heavenly Father, Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you, Lord God, just for allowing us to share laughs on today, Father God. And we ask, Lord God, that you would just fill your people up with laughter, Lord God, and allow them to enjoy what you have given them. You are the great Father, and there was none like you in all the earth. We bless you and we praise you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. And I pray that awesome. you all will, yeah. <laughs> and I pray that you all will go forward and be blessed. Yes.
Hello, everyone. This is Lynn Stacy with the Victoriously Anointed Podcast. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. If it's been a blessing to you, remember to like, subscribe, and share the page. You can follow me at Lynn Stacy Studios on Instagram and Facebook.